0: hey every (laughs) hey everybody and welcome to the true crime squad this is katie weaver (laughs) I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what's funny, but this is our second ever drunkumentary, Uh, and our first time doing it live. So I want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. Good to see yeah. you guys here. Uh, yeah. So of course, we are covering uh, Shiny Happy People Growing Up Gothard tonight. Uh, this is the second in the four episode series that was released by amazon prime about the duggar family uh yeah so we already covered the first one if you didn't watch it you can go back and do that uh but here we are yeah
1: yeah um wow hard yeah. wow this uh, my, i don't know if this is going to be funny <laughs>
0: Funny in a we're ready to fight kind of way, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) kind of like that. Yeah.
0: My God. Also
1: triggered too close to home kind of way. That's it. Oh,
0: man. So, I mean, first and foremost, obviously, what are you drinking?
1: Oh, yes, I am drinking Sheepdog Peanut Butter Whiskey. Mm -hmm. Screwball is better, but it is so much more money. Mm. I go a Sheepdog most of the time.
0: I see what you mean. I'm drinking a Moscow Mule, though it's not in my Moscow Mule cups because um, I needed a real big one to get through this ish. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Moscow Mule with gin because that's how I like it with Mermaid Gin. But uh, I'm almost out of Mermaid Gin, and you can't get it in Idaho.
1: Oh no! Boo! The last bottle I Do bought you in Arizona. Need to make a quick run somewhere fun.
0: I maybe, maybe I would if you Just get it in Montana. Might be time to go to Bozeman. Maybe so. Maybe so. I also had a little uh, sample of some uh, Montana moonshine, Montana honey moonshine that we just bought. That um, oh yeah, I'm not sure what to say about it. Like, it's not terrible, <laughs> but when it hit my stomach, my stomach did a thing. Yeah.
1: Is that a is that a compliment <laughs> when <What'd> you say? <laughs> It's not terrible.
0: Can you get it in Washington? Lynn said she'd meet us at the border. I don't know. I'm going to have to find out. It Mermaid is my favorite, but I might need to find an Idaho favorite, too. Or maybe just make my own. There are a few different distilleries around here that make uh, Idaho potato vodka. And what I would like to do is buy yeah. a bunch of it a bunch of it, you know, a few big bottles of it and play with my own blends until I come up with something that I love because gin's not hard to make uh, if you have a distiller and we do. So, I mean, we could make it. Anyway, I probably going to play with that. But anyway, so whether you are drinking something fun or drinking a glass of water, that's
1: fun too. So, right. That's okay. I finally fixed my volume so I can actually hear you. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong, but my headphones were turned all the way down for some reason, but it took me a minute, but I got it well i got
0: it by god why is it not available in idaho so idaho's liquor is all controlled by the state all of our liquor stores have to buy their alcohol from the state of idaho and they just don't carry everything. yeah there's just a lot of stuff you can't get
1: it's not like
0: as puritanized as utah have you guys ever drank in utah no you haven't
1: don't waste your time (laughs)
0: People from Utah come across the border to Idaho or to uh, Nevada usually to buy their alcohol because the alcohol in uh, Utah is even crazier than in Idaho.
1: But. Well, there's a limit to like the alcohol levels in things are lower.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: alcohol companies actually have to make special beers and things for Utah because their alcohol content is what, it's, what they're allowed to sell is mm-hmm. lower.
0: Yeah. That is so wild. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah isn't that that's crazy?
0: That, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Cranky said, every street has a bar where I live. There are no bars in my town. Rexburg does not have a single bar. Our liquor licenses are held by members of the LDS church who choose to not use them. So there's there are no bars. Even Applebee's, when they came in, they had to have some serious sit-downs with the city and managed to finally get a designation where they could serve uh, on tap, but that's
1: all. So yeah.
0: people come here from other places and they go into Applebee's expecting a full bar, but there isn't one.
1: But come to Idaho Falls, you can get whatever you want, as long as it's not Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everything's limited on Sunday. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, we can get wine, and we can get. I mean, we have liquor stores. I in Rexburg, there is the liquor store that's inside of a gas station, and it's just a, like a closet. It's a very small, and it's all glass, so it's the glass corner of the building, and it's glassed in on the inside. We call it the liquor store of shame.
1: <laughs> yes, when you or go the in there, closet
0: is in there.
1: Yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah, everyone can see you. Yep.
0: Yep, it's so wild. So yeah, that that's what's up. They should green light alcohol so, and ban
1: Applebee's. Yeah, right? So Who if you an think we grew up like the Duggars, we kind of did. <laughs> we not this did. bad, but <laughs> we kind of did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I didn't know that it was a law or an ordinance or whatever that said that you couldn't buy alcohol on Sundays. I just thought that was, like, everywhere. Right. No, or serve not.
0: alcohol on Sunday. They finally did lift that. In some places. I know in Rexburg you actually can buy alcohol on Sunday now. It used to yeah. be you go into the grocery stores and like all the wine and beer and everything would be taped off with these giant tapes and signs yeah. that reminded you it's Sunday, don't even try it. You can actually yeah. buy alcohol on Sunday now, but uh you
1: can yeah. now, yeah. But for a long time you couldn't even go to a restaurant and order anything. No on a Sunday.
0: Gosh, no. Mm-mm.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this, uh, we live in an interesting place. So uh, it's why this whole Duggar family nonsense has actually like hit pretty close to home for us. Uh, it, it was is. just Mormonized in our worlds, but uh, there's a lot of it yeah. that tracks. So, Yikes. well, let's get into it. Welcome, everybody. i am seeing several people that have never made it to a live before. So we're happy that you guys are here.
1: Yeah. No
0: sex on Sunday. <laughs> Only Missionary Cranky. Come on now.
1: <laughs> new missionary, yeah, they may try to control that, but that gotta have those babies. Magical. Yeah, uh, are you kidding me? Mormons don't shop on Sunday. <laughs> or we were birth. not supposed to go anywhere, or a store, a restaurant, nothing, mm-hmm. because we were required. Because you're not supposed to work on Sunday as a Mormon, and then you weren't supposed to encourage other people to work on Sunday by mm-hmm. frequenting their establishments. Mm-hmm. Did we keep that rule growing up? No, we did not.
0: <laughs> hey, Jennifer. No, we didn't. Well, we we worked at Kmart uh, in college and in, in high school and in college. Uh, we both did and Yeah. Well, yeah, had to work on Sunday.
1: Yeah, so. it was open on Sunday.
0: Yeah. Right? What if that's right. your what only if... day off? Well, then screw you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we didn't get that. It wasn't that hard at our house. We definitely actually Kmart was a favorite on Sundays to go to. Wow. Well,
0: we'd sneak out of church with our moms with our moms our mama we only our, had one we just have one yeah <laughs> just the one polygamy is in our family deeply but it's a few generations back it is. Uh, yeah yeah but with our single mom who wasn't single our, our singular mom wow it's
1: our kicking mom in. we also it's have kicking in. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> we we sneak to kmart during church quite a bit or mcdonald's <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. well there was always something to, better to be doing than church trust me
0: mm. always that wasn't hard but our church was 3 hours long Oh. It's not that long anymore. They shortened it to two hours, but it was three very long hours uh, for us every Sunday. Yeah. Not to mention also that Wednesday, Tuesday night or Wednesday night uh, youth group stuff that was a few hours, too. There was a lot of church. Yeah.
1: Oh, there was a lot of church because some a lot of times there were other things during the week, too. Like, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. depended.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Cranky, lots of stuff is more fun than church. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we fortunately grew up with a dad who knew that. And if there was hunting, mm-hmm. fishing, or camping, or golfing to be done on Sunday, then we didn't go to church and we did those things.
0: Uh-huh. So hey, that Caitlin. did
1: save us at least a bit. A, a bit, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Our-, our dad believed a lot more in family and, like, quality family time
1: mm-hmm. than
0: religion. So, And our we mom were was
1: real iffy on religion all along, so...
0: Mm-hmm. She was just kind of along for the ride.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, our our mother was a feminist and a Democrat, and yeah. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, the the things that were being said at church definitely did not align with her core beliefs at all.
1: No. So, oh, no.
0: anyway, and but we'll we'll keep comparing a little bit as we go because this episode really wowza. Oh. Gross. <sighs> so oh, man. Wow. So let's start. My poor family. Scott and Mars are they were here for part of the watching of this documentary and constantly stopping to take a note. And they were both like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know.
1: I <laughs> know. Oh, I was doing it too. And Rhonda was taking a break at lunchtime and she's been like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. I'm like, mm-hmm. sorry. I watched it twice to make sure I got it all, you know.
0: And man, if you never liked Megyn Kelly, you will like her less after this. Wow. Uh, yeah. Gross. Thanks, Megan Kelly. That's a real good way. Oh, God. We'll get there. I want to yeah. show you one thing. I want to show you one thing. I, Scott bought me a sign for my office store. Mm. And mounted it and told me I better be turning it on and using it. This is what it looks like.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: Isn't that cute? It lights up and says on air. <laughs> that is so cute. It's like, then I'll know when I should be like reasonably quiet.
1: Yeah. No, don't. <laughs>
0: He's out playing with the bees. I don't know if he's in here. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story because he just killed me just now. <laughs> so we got new bees because our bees died over the winter. So he, he put in two new hives. And he went out last night to do some adjustments with the bees and he got stung. Uh, it was night and he was just moving. Like it's something that shouldn't have been a big deal, but no PPE. So tonight we can't find our hood and stuff that we always had for our bees but oh, the new stuff that we got has a hood and like a, a suit, but it's well, he put it on. This guy has super broad shoulders. He put it on and apparently got stuck about right here and <laughs> couldn't get it off. And was apparently out in the garage having a real flailing foot with it. <laughs> Taking a razor blade and cutting it off. Oh. <laughs> then my he had to God. come in here and get some help. But anyway. So. <laughs> Hopefully he was the- so trapped he had to cut it off with a razor blade. <laughs> I'm dead. I laughed so hard. Anyway, poor Scott. So he's outside having a wrestling match with the bees right now. I hope he's winning. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't he know gets- if I've ever gotten so stuck in a piece of clothing it had to be cut off with a razor blade. But
1: I, I don't think so either, but wow, that is hilarious.
0: <laughs> he had the nerve to say to me and Mars that neither of you assholes were out there to help me. <laughs> we didn't
1: know! <laughs> Did you not have your phone? Send
0: a text. Well, I really regret he didn't come in the house like that. So we could have helped him, but I think he knew. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah there would have been video in the process of helping him, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Anyway, the beehives <laughs> look super healthy. So good news on that.
1: <laughs> that is good. All right. Do
0: we start? Should we Let's tear into it? it? We
1: nah, might all right. well just jump right into the deep end of shit. Oh, That's perfect. where we're going.
0: Pull on your hip waiters And if they get stuck, keep pulling. No razor blades. You need these. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it starts, this episode starts talking about Josh and the molesting his sister's stuff. And the lies that Jim Bob told. Because basically oh. when this broke, so this was in an anonymous letter to Oprah yeah. about the fact that he had molested his sisters and others. And so she kind of broke the story. Well, then immediately their show was in trouble. And they Uh hired a PR guy who is Mike Huckabee's PR guy. And Mike Huckabee went to bat for them. uh, Got real nasty with the press. And Mm -hmm. none of you know what you're talking about. And it was conflated maybe because nobody really knows what's true. It's really hard to say because then Jim Bob... Claimed in an interview where Michelle, instead of looking in the camera, and how many times have we seen this in videos of them, that she's staring adoringly or frightened or
1: it's in so awe or creepy in a Like, looking at her, her Lord and Savior.
0: Mm-hmm. Staring at Jim Bob while he talks. It is weird as hell. Yeah. But he says that it was just, he was just curious about girls. And he'd just gone into his sister's bedrooms while they were sleeping and, and touched their bodies over their clothes.
1: That's and what I'm calling their absolutely claiming happened. Bullshit on that.
0: Well, especially because the cousin says that Jill woke up and punched him. Yes. Uh, but Jill never said that. Uh, no. So, this stuff comes out. So, that's what Jim Bob says. Like, it's no big deal. But then, of course, we know that they told... Bob and Bobby, their BFFs, about it,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: told them that they had to go to the police. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're turning him in right now. I can honestly say that I don't think that they would have turned that into the police. And they didn't, actually, not really. No. But if but- they had. That him just touching his sisters over their clothing while they slept would have warranted any of this, which really makes me think that this was a
1: lot more than that. Oh, it was. Here, let me show you. This is a picture of the way Michelle looks at Jim Bob. Yes. Oh, my God, Michelle. Vomitous material. But Michelle, come on. Dear God, gotta, Michelle, get a You alive. gotta rinse your brain. It is, Ugh. your brain needs a wash, is what I'm saying.
0: And that wasn't once. That's, like, a lot of times when it's you like, see them speaking in together. all the videos.
1: Mm-hmm. So creepy. So like, creepy. Like, the way she's gazing at him adoringly and just hanging on every word is so fucking weird.
0: Awful. So then, of course, we know. He took him to talk to a trooper, who turned out to be a good friend of theirs, and another Bill Gothard acolyte. Who gave him a stern talking to and told him he'd let him go this time. And then, as we know, that motherfucker got arrested and went to prison for child porn.
1: Sound familiar?
0: Yeah. Josh supposedly was going to an IDLP rehab facility of sorts to, you know, get his head on straight. But he was only gone a hot minute. Not that I think that was any kind of real therapy or treatment or rehab, because it wasn't. Wasn't?
1: It was the family, labor, basically. Yeah.
0: The family and Josh's betrothed-ish was mm. told that they were, um, that Josh was helping build houses for poor people. Because
1: he's just 15, a really good guy.
0: Yeah. All 15-year-olds are needing to be, you know, go do, th- or go uh, build houses. I'm sure he was very skilled at it. Sure, Josh. Okay. Okay. But when people started asking questions about where's Josh, Jim Bob got nervous and brought him back. So he didn't learn no. a goddamn thing.
1: No, of course he didn't.
0: And some of that was from the last episode and then leading on to this one. What we learned this time though is truly horrifies me. And that's that because TLC was really hinging on pulling their show.
1: They made I don't know what I don't know what they were waiting on, frankly.
0: They made <sighs> two of the victims do an interview with that pig. Tell me Laura Ingram.
1: No, Megan Kelly.
0: Oh, that's right. Megan Kelly. Sorry, Laura Ingram sucks too, but we'll go. Sorry. Yeah, to do this. <laughs> another another pig. Anyway, that's fine. No offense to pigs. My pigs would they'd never do that. But yeah, Megan Kelly. Uh basically saying it wasn't that big of a deal.
1: And as victims, we need to speak out because it's been so conflated. And we're doing this because we want to, not because anyone said we have to. Yes. Which was a huge lie.
0: No one's making us. No one's making us. Hey, guys, no one's making us. They both cried and cried. It is absolutely heartbreaking and horrifying. It is. But, yeah, no one made you. Later on, then they said that they felt a lot of pressure to do that because... They felt like they felt guilty because they were the ones that were, you know, causing the family to fall apart because
1: uh, they were molested. Way, the way Jill cried and said, um, we had to do it because no one else could. We were the only ones who could fix this. Mm-hmm. God, Jill oh, breaks my God. heart. My God, she oh, gosh. is very, very traumatized. Jeez, that yeah. is way more happened. Way terrible. more happened than what they're saying. Yeah. Just by her level of trauma then Ugh.
0: not very long after those revelations came out the ashley madison revelations came out yeah. so by this time of course josh is married to anna we'll talk about their wedding here in a while oh definitely my God. drink up before we get there yeah. but i'm going to start um, now just in case when so they the ashley madison uh, revelations so ashley madison is a website that links up married men to women to have an affair. Gross. The whole thing is so fucking gross. Well, -hmm. they had a huge leak, and one of the leaks was Josh Duggar, that he had been having sex with a porn star and paying her thousands of dollars to keep her mouth shut.
1: You know, as he's got a young wife home pregnant with Mm -hmm. little children, Mm -hmm. such trash.
0: And at the time, Working in Washington for that uh,
1: focus on the family focus or on some family group or some, yeah. Some, some family thing, anyway. Yeah.
0: Some, you know, conservative Christian family action, political action group that he was working for all yeah. the while that he's doing these things, which doesn't come as a surprise because these kind of scandals come from those kinds of groups every goddamn day. Every Thank day. You. But anyway, I digress because you all know this. But uh, so that happens. But of course, Anna just stays with him and just keeps on popping out babies.
1: I don't think Anna is the sharpest knife in the drawer. I'm just no, gonna say neither.
0: it. She's not. And then not after super hearing strict. stuff her dad said at their wedding, wow! So that's how it starts talking about those scandals, and, and then it then they turn over to starting to talk about the education piece. That they were receiving from bill gothard bill gothard basically had built this uh empire of every facet of your life which is interesting to us because that's very mormonesque right but the education piece they wanted people to not send their kids to school because they were being indoctrinated and it was really interesting in this episode because they talked about ruby bridges and. Uh, how at that time people wanted to start pulling their children, desegregation the children, people started pulling their children out of school and homeschooling them. So they wouldn't have to go to school with black kids. Don't you know? Yeah. That's and that's really yeah, where this movement started. So yeah. by the seventies, they're in full swing with their education piece that is wildly not educational. Teaching basically just builds uh opinions along with the other people that he's hired to write their curriculum and their their booklets that are completely incorrect. Yeah. And of course parents deciding what their kids need to know. The the one girl said she didn't learn anything above fractions in math because her dad said that fractions was enough to learn how to cook and that's all she needed to know. And a lot of stuff like that.
1: Well and it's all based on the sermon on the mount. Is that is that right? Yeah. That every every um they break down the Sermon on the Mount and they use every section of it as a way to teach yeah. stuff that is definitely not school. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, their hot takes on science are really something else. Oh my God. Uh and they brought several people on this episode. And I don't know their names. I apologize. I really tried, but
1: I know. I didn't catch them either, but I don't know that it really matters because they're not duggers,
0: Right. Uh, But they're all former uh, homeschooled kids, basically, Mm -hmm. is what it boiled down to. I will also tell you that some of the people on TikTok that have been reporting really strongly on this, especially ones that were homeschooled, they have been attacked on TikTok like you cannot believe. The TikToker Uh I have followed the most on the Duggar stuff, her account is gone. Gone. Because of the homeschoolers and that we're all very offended by the things she said what I'm she said they all that,
1: on tiktok frankly These well they're former are, we're raised without technology right
0: yeah well they can be on tiktok if they're coming to a you know attack in mass apparently yeah. but her account has been reported so much because of the truth that she spilled and the stuff that she has said about uh the homeschooling and the the lack of real education that she received and that other people that were in this program received. Yeah, her account is currently pulled. I hope it comes back. She's funny as hell. But Mm -hmm. anyway, that's how triggered they are. And I have a great statement, a great statement. I have a statement from them uh, that I'll read to you here uh, from the IBLP here in a minute. But Mm -hmm. at any rate, so they start talking about the things that they were learning and the things that were being said. So I just I kept a few notes of things that I thought sounded familiar as well as like wow, here we go. This piece about rock music. Did you catch this? Oh,
1: god. Yes.
0: Yeah. They said that when a person listens to a rock song, even Christian rock, they give up a square of their soul to Satan. And that the characteristic offbeat in today's rock music has been traced to the satanic rituals in the jungles of West Africa. It was this type of drumbeat, which certain tribe members were especially trained in to open people to demonic control.
1: God, this racist bullshit. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep, nothing but racist bullshit. And again, traced back to my ass, this is nothing, mm-hmm. these are just their opinions on paper acting like they're true.
1: Well, the offbeat thing is actually true, not in the satanic way, but um, white people tend to play on the beat, yeah. and um, Africans like yeah. the, the African drumming mm-hmm. is offbeat, yeah.
0: Like, and we so took so some African drumming classes, my god, we were bad at it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, but it's it's really what, um. Mm-hmm the African and African-American influence on American music has been huge yeah. because that's where that's, you know, rock and roll came out of like jazz and R and B and that, and part of it was that they were playing on the offbeat, which yeah, yeah, white people have very little ability to do. I learned it in college and, you know, growing up and stuff in school and yeah. music, but, but yeah, I mean, that is true, but then they take it mm-hmm. to this gross right. racist, ignorant bullshit. But of when course that fact, means
0: it's demonic
1: yeah. When in fact, Black Americans actually like enhanced American music in a huge way. Yeah. 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 And continue to. Sure.
0: Yeah. But of course it had to go to a racist, ugly place because. Yeah. Because these people, my God. Um, they had their own board games. Oh, my God. They weren't allowed to play regular board games like mm-hmm. the one girl re- uh, referenced the game of life that I, that wasn't allowed in their home. They had their own board games. Well and there she, weren't
1: she, enough there weren't enough babies in the game of life. Yeah. To play, <laughs> to, to play it in a way that, you know, was like sense for their
0: families. Yeah. So the game that she showed, some of the places that you would go if you fucked up in the game were the venomous pit of bitterness, the torture pit of temporal values, and the miry pit of immoral thought.
1: The the fear mongering and the beating fear of hell and destruction into children's minds is the the trauma of that. I I don't know how they as adults. I mean, I do know because we were given a lot of that, too. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time to recover Uh from that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She still had the game. She was showing it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but basically, I mean, they had an answer for everything and they had a product for everything that yep. these fools were buying.
1: Oh, yeah. Buying. Well, we're Bill Gothard literally bet. says he knows all, all you have to do is I can tell you the right thing to do for absolutely everything in every situation in your whole life.
0: Bill Gothard, who <sighs> never got married, never had children, is fully unqualified to speak about 99% of the things that he was speaking of and these guys were eating it up turning over mm-hmm. their money right and left buying the homeschool uh, programs that were and modules that were not cheap no while they were having their gazillions of kids unbelievable
1: yeah there were 54 booklets and one booklet one set of booklets was a school year or yeah. well was a year i don't think it was a school year like they didn't have vacation yeah. it didn't appear to me mhm
0: <laughs> candyland Cranky says, Candyland and shoots and Ladders is a cesspool of Satan.
1: Apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And Kaylin said, I live in the pit of immoral thought. And I've got to tell you, it's not bad at all.
1: <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I'm right there with you.
0: Neil used to sell his kids at the end of the game of life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not?
0: <laughs> well, we're playing the game,
1: man. hmm
0: Then they talked about uh, all of the... Uh, you know of the world things that weren't allowed they weren't allowed to watch winnie the pooh because that just glorified depression (laughs) they weren't allowed to have barbies because barbie was a harlot (laughs) now i'm going to tell you something we weren't allowed to have barbies not because she was a harlot it's because our feminist mother thought that barbie made little girls think that if you weren't tall skinny blue-eyed and blonde-haired that you weren't worth anything and she thought yeah. barbie sucked for that so we weren't allowed to have barbie either we had to go to play at our mormon friend's house to have play with barbie yeah they were allowed they barbie. barbies yeah but we were not uh the other piece that cracked me up bill Gothard taught that xavier roberts the man who invented cabbage patch kits is a warlock <laughs> who infuses a demon into each doll before it is sold. That yeah. was demon Cabbage Patch Kids, by God.
1: Isn't What's that his insane? Name?
0: What was yours's name? Oh, fuck. Do you remember?
1: I can't remember. I just It was on the tip of my tongue. I remember yours, though.
0: Cynthia. Yep. Mm-hmm. She had green eyes and red hair, and I still have her. I was, I wanted to pull her out and show her tonight just to show you my demon baby doll that I've had since I was like 12, but I couldn't find her. Anyway, I oh, have her somewhere.
1: I don't have mine. But the whole concept of not being a part of the world. Oh, my God. Did we get that hammered into us? We were to oh, be yeah. in the world, but not of the world. Yes, that and was definitely insane. there was music we weren't to be listening to. We oh, weren't supposed to watch a movie. But even, even PG was a questionable. Mm-hmm. They really wanted us just watching G. Mm-hmm. Like we had lots and lots of limitations when it came to media. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was, yeah. Th- these things feel very familiar.
1: They yeah. do. Yeah.
0: You know, what's crazy about it to me, the, the Cabbage Patch dolls, they want these girls to grow up and have a million babies, but they don't let them have baby dolls.
1: Yeah. I know. Weird. Maybe
0: they sold a line of baby dolls.
1: Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, this entire thing was just a financial racket.
0: Mm -hmm. totally that was probably it I don't know no one said but it wouldn't surprise me at Mm -hmm. all then they talked about Michelle Duggar's Michelle Duggar's voice how she uh, infantilizes herself and her voice with this soft spoken baby talky kind of voice there's that scene where she says and reading a story to the little girls in their little hats you know their little like Mm -hmm. bedtime hat things Good night, girls I love you. And the niece is saying, that is such bullshit. That woman was a cheerleader and she can yell at her kids. And I've heard plenty of it. Yeah. But but a lot of the other women in this episode said, you were expected to speak that way. That that's a part of the persona that women were supposed to adopt. Being these very soft-spoken, infantilized adults who had to look to their husbands for their guidance. That that's really normal. And honestly... If you've ever spoken to, well, a lot of Mormon women, they do these same things. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and it all yeah, it comes across as very innocent and young. Yes. And frankly, stupid. Yeah. Easy to manipulate. It comes across yeah. as easy to manipulate. Easy to manipulate for sure.
0: Yep. Yep. That sweetness. Where did we hear that? Remember, stay sweet. Warren mm-hmm. Jeffs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pray and obey. Yep. But this is, you know, the whole obey thing, absolutely, 100% is a part of this too. Mm -hmm.
0: And then, of course, the morality police talking about how women were supposed to look. Oh my God. Jim Bob likes long hair. So all of his girls were required to have long hair. Bill Gothard likes long curly hair. And the women that worked around him were required. To have their hair curly. And if it wasn't curly enough, he would let them know Yeah. it wasn't pleasing to him. What? Yeah, my God. But I found a couple of documents from their stuff. Oh, this is counseling sex abuse. We'll talk about it later. You'll. Oh, we need God. more alcohol before we do that one. Yeah. Uh, this is about eyelids. My God, ladies, will you get control? of your harlot eyelids yes the eyelids can be used for seductive purposes Mm -hmm. yes
1: (laughs) the proverbs uh scripture
0: yes i have it written down yes but the eyelids are noted in scripture as a weapon that is used by those with impure motives Like this?
1: Yeah. Something like that? I'm going to do this for the rest of my life, yeah.
0: (laughs) A naughty person winketh with his eyes. He deviseth mischief. The wink spoken here is that of a deceiver. He uses it to signal others, at least they use tea here, uh, to help or at least not to hinder him as he mocks or deceives a third person. An evil woman. My God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> An evil woman. Lest not after her beauty in thine heart. Neither let her take thee with her eyelids. Oh no, <laughs> not those slutty ass eyelids again. What? So it's bad enough that they had to worry about their clothing constantly.
1: Basically, just the look on their neck, face, ankles
0: <laughs> covered, yeah. but showing their eyelids incorrectly would be a real problem. Ah, uh, yeah. This absolutely kills me. From Proverbs, those who fall to her whoredom are stripped of resources and vibrancy of life. My
1: God. My God.
0: Women, by and large, were expected to wear dresses, but then they kind of, like, the Duggars modernized their show. They had to kind of modernize their look because they were a little too weird for the mainstream. And they wanted people to watch their show because that was their... Bread and butter, and the way they were putting food on the table. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sorry, that was their ministry. Yeah, yeah. So Little they old Jim Bob
1: put it all in his pocket,
0: mm-hmm. wearing modest pants if pants can be modest.
1: Uh, but you had to think about where the eye was being drawn. It was to be drawn, and this word, your countenance. Yes, it's a very Mormon word too. Ooh. I can tell by your countenance that you don't have the spirit. Mm-hmm. We were judged by our countenances all the time. Mm-hmm. But they were basically saying that the only thing that men, because they can't control themselves and they get distracted. The only thing they should be able to see is your face. Yep. All those, all those different outfits, like what I'm wearing right now, completely mm-hmm. unacceptable. This is My what God. we call in ex-Mormon land, porn shoulders. Oh yeah. Because, Mormons aren't allowed, Mormon women are not allowed to show their shoulders because there's, yeah, you turned on, look at my shoulders. What do you think? That will give Any men
0: ar-? ideas. Lead them right off the path of righteousness, I tell you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, So that was gross and weird. The the thing where they sh- would show all the different outfits and you the girls had to determine, you know, was this yeah. an appropriate outfit or was this a whore outfit? And it would literally be something that had a little v-neck right here. And that was mm-hmm. bad. Or, or that skirt. had a lace top—that yes. was bad.
0: Or a long skirt that had a kick, uh,
1: yeah, a slit kick slip. It, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. They, Bill Gothard said that women's appearance is an eye trap, and the more immodest the appearance, the more vicious the trap.
1: Yeah. Vicious. So women were trapping men.
0: Mm-hmm. Viciously,
1: my Viciously. God. God. Oh, I'm glad you like my tattoos, see? Are you turned on my shoulders and so my tattoos?
0: My God. My God.
1: You can tell I'm an ex-Mormon, can't you? <laughs> Pink hair, short, tattoos.
0: Someone asked about it gotten. all the time. Yeah. Someone asked if we've gotten to Nike yet. And we're getting there not now. Not yet. Oh if my you God. hear someone yell, Nike, what does that mean to you?
1: Uh just do it.
0: Yeah. Just do it. Or shoes or I don't know. Something. Yeah. But in the Duggar home, if someone yelled Nike, that meant all of the boys needed to avert their eyes right now because there was some immodest woman about. Yeah. That was the code.
1: That was Nike. the code word. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> I
0: don't think Josh got the memo.
1: Uh no. But definitely not. Again,
0: they were hypersexualizing these boys by not letting them just be normal. Right. And it's just, it's really gross. It's really gross. But that was the, yeah, it was their safe word. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the man's job to control himself in these really mm-hmm. uh, conservative religions. It yeah. is the women's job to control the men.
1: Yeah, It's always your fault if you are abused or attacked because you have been, oh, yeah. you have enticed them in some way. That, that is definitely mm-hmm. a Mormon thing as well as these guys yeah. and the IBLP and lots of other very conservative religions. Yeah. That's why Jill Duggar feels so responsible to fix this for her family because yeah. she was one of the victims. It's her job, don't you know?
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jill, who never saw a red scent from TLC ever.
1: No. has yeah. been nothing but traumatized by this whole thing.
0: But on that note, let's read this gross piece. Oh. This is counseling sex abuse in their... They say it's not a church. I'm just going to call it a cult because that feels
1: better. Right. Because, yeah, they were sent back to their original um, churches churches to teach all this stuff. Because Bill Gothard doesn't actually have a church. Mm -hmm. These are his teachings. Yes. Creepy. So
0: the parts of your being at the center is your spirit and then your mind, then your will, then your emotions, then your soul, then your body, according to Bill. Which part is the most important They don't actually tell us, but, and also, which is the least important. I think it's your body.
1: Yeah. I mean, it starts from the center works out. So spirit is most important. Body is least.
0: The least important. What did the offender damage? What parts do we damage with bitterness and guilt? Yeah. Yeah. What damage are you doing by being traumatized and injured because someone abused you? Right. Why did God let it happen? Well, it was the result of defrauding by immodest stress, indecent exposure, being out from the protection of our parents, or being with evil friends.
1: Get those eyelids under control. Also, remember the umbrellas, okay? So Mm -hmm. at the top, you have Jesus Christ, and Mm -hmm. then you have your dad, then you Mm -hmm. have your mom, and then you have your parents. They forgot to throw uh, Bill Gothard in there in between dad and jesus christ but that's really how i think you should
0: have been above jesus christ but yeah probably or slash slash yes
1: yeah so you were to maintain you had to maintain your authority at all times yes
0: so perhaps you got raped because you have evil evil friends perhaps your brother molested you because you did something wrong i mean it's all victims. damn
1: eyelids again
0: is there any guilt for disobedience for not reporting it. Failing to report it allows others to be abused. But you don't report it to the police. You report it to your church or to your parents and so they decide
1: in the church. Mm-hmm. What you do you know about that?
0: Clear guilt by confessing it to God. This one really pisses me off in all religion. Mm-hmm. That you the idea that you can do something terrible and then say, "Yeah, I did this. Sorry about it." And then you're and good to go. Yeah,
1: bull. Shit.
0: Yeah. Explain the potential of a moral vaccination and a test of genuine love by casting out fear for marriage. Mm. If the abused was not at fault, motherfucker, the abused is never at fault.
1: Right. Ever.
0: Never at fault. I don't care what she was wearing, what she was doing, what he was doing, what they said. No. Never. But God compensated physical abuse with spiritual power. Don't worry about it. You got abused? God's going to give you some extra special gifts to make up for it. Like Uh, greater faith, spiritual discernment, genuine love, wisdom and understanding, creativity, energy, enthusiasm, joy, and inner peace. Only that's not true at all. No. Yeah.
1: Not at all
0: this one kills me example daniel extreme abuse eunuch uh really they're out there uh removing the penises of men that are abusing women i don't think so
1: they're bobbing them i don't think so
0: i don't think so wisdom and understanding yeah okay if you had to choose no physical abuse or mighty in spirit what would you choose
1: Oh, my God. That's true.
0: Beat the shit out of me so that I can be mighty in spirit. That's cool.
1: Yeah. We're mighty in spirit already. You didn't need the abuse to be strong. Yeah. bunch of shit.
0: Reason for bitterness. Why are you so bitter this happened to you? Because Mm. he damaged your body? Well, you just need to dedicate your body to God, and then you won't have to worry about it anymore. Because it's not your body anyway.
1: Yeah, they make that very clear over and over again. un mm-hmm.
0: Un-fucking-believable. All of that. All of that. My God. Horrifying. Horrifying. It's horrifying to me to think how many people have been hurt by this. The Tons. millions of people that have been hurt by this.
1: Yeah. 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 That's all very Mormon as well. I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> we deal with it within the church. We don't really report these things. We'll yep. give you, you know, 12 weeks of counseling mm-hmm. with the Bishop who was probably yep. a mechanic at his main job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he has I like this, Kaylin.
0: Kaylin said, Bill Gothard and Chad Daybell need to throw down in a gauntlet cage match right. on View for the title of head propaganda, profit. The world just isn't big enough for both of them.
1: <laughs> Good God. Isn't that correct?
0: I like it. I like it a lot. I do too. Yes. Okay, so moving on. Boys cannot change the diapers of the baby girls in their families because they might want to touch them and be curious. And then they would see the female anatomy and somehow, you know, looking at a baby's vagina and changing her diaper might start making them want the cooter.
1: Yeah. My God. I mean, they're basically setting men up to be pedophiles and to be abusers from birth.
0: Entirely. Entirely. Yeah. That absolutely made me ill. Pornography destroys spiritual protection. So, again, if something bad happened to you, it's probably because you did something bad and that meant that you opened the door for that. So, gosh, sorry about your bad choices. Mm Mm-hmm. So, at some point, uh, basically, Bill Gothard was just constantly pulling more bullshit out of the sky. We'll say the sky. It came from somewhere else. I think that's pretty clear. His ass. uh, That's where it came from. Straight from his ass. Mm -hmm. And at some point, he started getting really up high on his pulpit about uh, being worldly and all of these materials and products and things from the world. I spilled my drink all over my shirt. (laughs)
1: I spilled it all over my bracelet. It's really sticky. It's bugging me. (laughs) At
0: least you didn't suck it off. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, But so they went room by room in their house and chose all of these books, DVDs, toys, anything that they decided that might be inviting Satan into
1: their home and had a big bonfire. Yeah, it was all Disney stuff. Yeah. It's a bunch of Disney shit because the only TV they can have is a VCR mm-hmm. that they can then play, like Our DVD player, Phil yeah. Gothard's videos on, mm-hmm. gross.
0: Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, so they had basically a big book burning and burned a lot of the children's belongings. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that maybe they did or didn't want to get rid of, but felt like they had to. You
1: know, right? These, these kids didn't have a, a choice in absolutely anything that happened to them.
0: But they also said that Bill Gothard was known to be invited into people's homes to evaluate everything they had and let them know what was inviting Satan in so they could hurry and get rid of it. So he was just walking through their house. Eeny, meeny, miny. That microwave has got to go. You right. Know? Just pointing
1: There's... shit out.
0: Yeah. And people get like, out of my house,
1: Bill Gothard. Fuck calling you. all
0: of their belongings outside and burning them because Bill Gothard said so. Yeah. What do you I'm want to say? had a, a replacement in, in mind She'd to sell them.
1: Yeah. 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 No kidding.
0: Yeah. Uh, one thing that was a real constant in this episode amongst all of the homeschoolers and all of these kids that grew up in this uh, this cult is that they were terrified. They were constantly afraid that they were making a mistake. They were so afraid of their own thoughts and their own emotions but if they thought of something bad or something wrong, the one girl said at one point she had a thought that she just really hated her brother today because he was being a jerk and being mean to her. That, oh, my gosh, I'm going to bring something horrible into my home. I, I'm you know, Boy, that sounds familiar to Mormonism. Very familiar.
1: The natural man is an enemy to God. That's what Mormons believe. That's what they teach. So every mm-hmm. natural instinct you have in your body, every thought you have in your brain mm-hmm. is an enemy to God. And you yep. have to switch it all around and believe all Joseph Smith bullshit um, because absolutely everything about you is bad from yep. day one. Yeah. Yeah. This sounded so familiar. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, hearing them talk about how terrified they were to even exist really made me sad. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, it I does. can remember. I remember. Laying in bed at night, worrying myself sick about things I had thought or maybe said Mm -hmm. that uh, something really terrible was going to happen to me or to my family because I did or thought or said something.
1: Yeah. Did or thought the wrong thing. Well, um, I blanked out. Sorry. I've been drinking. I can't remember. I was going to say something else that someone else said, but now I can't remember. (coughs)
0: They had a list of spiritual gifts, and you had to figure out what your gift was, and then that gift, you were supposed to be used for the ministry. So here's the gifts. Prophet, mercy, server, organizer, exhorter, teacher, giver, molester. I'm sorry, I I threw that last one in. (laughs) Uh, That was good. Basically, they said that most fathers were prophets because they spoke the word of God. And mothers and, and all women were expected to be mercy. Mercy was expected to carry everyone else's burdens and make things all right for everyone else and be selfless and give of themselves constantly. Yeah. They asked Jill what her spiritual gifts were, and she said she was a mercy and a giver. And basically that's what mother's jobs were mercy and yeah.
1: And that you forgive yeah. mercies, forgive all bad behavior. Yeah. That's your job. You forgive everyone. So you're just set up to be a victim yeah. of abuse from day one that you mm-hmm. then have to con- constantly forgive. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. But I thought that was pretty interesting. The, uh, the gifts, you know, uh, they talked a lot about how the older daughters were trained to care for the younger children. So the Duggars had the buddy system or the buddy team. And so at a certain age, you would be assigned younger children that were yours. You were in charge of them. You were in charge of taking care of them. Some of those girls talked about having to be up in the middle of the night with little ones and stuff because that was their job. So in the Duggar household, the the brand new baby was mom's buddy until they were weaned from breastfeeding. And then they became somebody else's buddy.
1: And of course you imagine? Again. yeah handing that baby that's you know maybe maybe one maybe less yeah on over to one of your you know elementary yeah. school age daughters and say here yeah. you go you get to raise this one yeah Shit.
0: yeah there was no childhood for these kids none none at all no then they started talking about the physical abuse that wow uh blessing kids and spanking them at the same time oh my god
1: this video i tried really hard to have this video to show you this clip
0: this motherfucking man old man talking about how if there was a young man in the audience right now i would show you was it bill
1: Mm -hmm. oh he
0: must have been a much younger bill i did not no older bill i didn't recognize him anyway Mm. yes that uh if there was a young man around 10 in the audience he'd show you right now how to bless and spank them at the same time so of course somebody sends their poor kid up on the stage so that bill can touch this kid's butt about a thousand times in front of this crowd right he makes him bend over his knee over his lap and he just keeps touching his butt over and over and over again Telling him, you're a good boy, and you're going to be a good, strong man, and I'm not happy with what you did today, but you're a good man, and you're going to do all these things, all the while that you would be whacking the shit out of him.
1: He was just gently touching him, but he mm -hmm. just kept doing it. It was so creepy. It
0: was so creepy, but hitting your kids and physical punishment is a big part of their doctrine and, and of their teachings. And that just grossed me out. There was physical well, punishment for everything for these kids.
1: Well, but the way he gaffs like that kid, because at the end, yeah. he says, okay, give me a hug. And and Bill's like, I don't think you really meant it. I don't think you're ready. So he throws him over his knee, spanks him a few more times. Mm-hmm. And then the kid just throws himself in his arms. Like, I'm going to give you whatever you want so you will stop hitting me.
0: Yeah.
1: So you have so, to love and adore your abuser and hug them after they beat you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. God, Yep. So then we move on to the blanket training. Oh my! And God. yes, this is based on the teaching of the pearls. And I want to stop right here for just a second and talk for just a minute about the murder of Jessica Mast. Yes. I was like, uh, oh, my God. We're familiar with these fools. We did a whole episode on them a couple of mm-hmm. years ago when Jessica Mast was murdered. Uh, and this was uh, in the Mennonite community, but they also subscribed to the teachings of the pearls which basically teach people to, uh, how to beat your children into submission and break their spirits, uh, starting from babies. And they, the Jessica Mass parents and the neighbors who helped to beat Jessica to death at four years old, uh, they all subscribe to these same teachings. It yes, is just so terrible. So, so terrible. So, yes, the book is called Training Up a Child. Michael and Debbie Pearl are the people who wrote it. Uh, Michael and Debbie Pearl, who have been in big trouble for child abuse as well.
1: Uh, No big surprise since they start with beating their children when they're infants.
0: Right. Uh, The way to make a baby stop crying is to spank them until they stop. A baby. Yeah. A baby. The blanket training is that you put a baby... That's like old enough to sit or at least to reach for things. You sit them on a blanket. You show them a toy or something they would want and you sit it just outside of reach off of the blanket and you tell them no. And then every time they reach for that object, you hit them until they learn that they're not allowed to touch that. And Michelle Duggar was way into blanket training. She's spoken about it a lot. And that She would give a little sing-songy voice. It was so uh disturbing. She said, I would say to my boys, let's pick a toy and practice blanket training. So she'd get her little boys. I mean, we're talking about like six-month-olds, 18-month-olds, little children, babies.
1: Yeah.
0: And they'd pick a favorite toy. And then she'd sit them on a blanket or on the couch or wherever and put the blanket out of reach. And every time they'd reach for it, she'd swat their hand. Until they would learn that they weren't allowed to touch it because she said no.
1: Yeah. Total obedience was the whole goal. mm -hmm.
0: There was a clip of a woman in their church who had the weirdest facial effect I've ever seen.
1: Can we talk about her nose? What the hell? I
0: I can't, I don't know. Uh, She must have had a Cabbage Patch kid. That's all I can imagine. There was a demon in her.
1: The front of her nose was really long and then her nostrils were flared out a lot. Like, Kind of like Uh, this, only bigger.
0: But then as she spoke, like, the expressions on her face. I've never seen anything uh, about it.
1: I think it's called Stockholm Syndrome. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure.
0: Was that Debbie Pearl, Jessica? Oh, maybe it was.
1: My God, her face is weird.
0: Holy shit. I don't know what's wrong with Debbie's face. Maybe she's just had a lot of work. Because God made some mistakes. I don't know, Debbie. Why the, but, Why
1: her nose is shaped like this, but like really long in the middle. Like, I've never seen anyone else's nose look like that. It was so strange. Just,
0: all of her facial expressions. She was talking about a 17-month-old that uh, was a terrible child that tested her and made her look terrible all the time. And she spanked that kid all day and all night until he finally stopped crying all the time. <sighs>
1: What can you imagine how fucked up that kid is as an adult? Oh. Oh.
0: unbelievable. One thing that somebody said was that uh in this documentary they said when you believe your body belongs to your parents and the church, it sets you up to become a victim of larger abuse later on, which is very
1: Absolutely. true.
0: Absolutely. Uh that same person said that Gothard franchised abuse, which he most certainly did. Yeah. And that he turned every father into a cult leader and every home into an island. Yep. His kids weren't going to school. Yeah. The only place they were being seen by any other humans was at church, where the other adults there believed the same fucking thing. They right. were not safe anywhere. No.
1: And so they whatever... couldn't see the other kids they saw at church because they were going through the same shit. Mm-hmm. They were. They had no, no help.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, Josie's hands from being hit so much were, are, yeah, it's just unreal. And that's why when they say, oh, mm-hmm. the Duggar kids are so well-behaved. It's because they were terrified because they had yeah. been beat so much.
1: Mm-hmm. Be Our kids situation. are
0: well-behaved. They're kids.
1: Right. You expect them to be misbehaved. It's their job. That's how sure. they learn. Yeah. But total obedience, man. Total obedience under your authority.
0: So, then towards the end, they start talking about how Josh and Anna met. They met at a homeschooling conference. And then, of course, uh, you know, there was a question posed by Josh's parents to Anna's parents whether or not their son could court their daughter. Which basically is an arranged marriage. It is. in that uh, cult, well, I'm going to keep calling it that because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You cannot as women, you don't choose your husband. Your husband chooses you. When somebody yeah. decides that you're who they mm-hmm. like and they ask your parents and they say yes, then fuck you. You're in.
1: That's just how When you how think it goes. about this, Josh already was betrothed to someone else whose parents then knew about his abuse of his sisters and yanked their daughter away from him. Thank God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the holes. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't believe in, they saved their first kiss for marriage. And so anywhere, this really resonated, anywhere that Josh and Anna went, they had to have a chaperone. So the other kids had to go with them. Anytime they would have been alone together, they had to have a chaperone. A chaperone. Oh, that is so typical of Mormons, too. You're not allowed to date till you're 16. And then after that, it's only double dating. And other kids are constantly set along as chaperones to whatever yeah. you're doing.
1: Well, in every dance at, well at school or at church had chaperones. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. we to, there them. to keep an eye on about us. We were to mm-hmm. keep the, the width of the book of Mormon mm-hmm. between us at all times while dancing. Yeah. Also. Oh yeah. Or whatever about that. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, so during their little courtship, th- there was one point where one of the younger daughters said, "I don't think their engagement's going to be very long." And the uh, the whoever was recording it said, "Really? Why not?" And she got really embarrassed and laughed and said, "Well, I I don't think Josh wants to wait that long. Because you know, they can't even kiss. Forget sex before marriage. They mm-hmm. can't even kiss before marriage." Yeah. So at their wedding. Of course, you know TLC's cameras were rolling because everything for a buck for Jim Bob, and mm. the her dad and his dad said that. Oh come on! I know I wrote this down. I'm getting too drunk to remember what it was. Oh, he said that uh, he was handing over authority of her to Josh, who will now be her authority figure. Yeah,
1: as though she's oh. a little child who needs supervision.
0: My God. Yeah. Yeah. Handing authority over to Josh of Anna. That is so scary. That is such a great way to invite domestic violence into this marriage. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying.
1: And then ultimately means that he has authority over their children as well, of which they have many.
0: They also showed the cringiest of clips of Jim Bob sitting down with Josh to have a talk about the oh. birds and the bees this is the guy who already had molested a bunch of girls but
1: we're gonna pretend like that didn't happen
0: so he gave him a book as well as a video out of you know the gothard camp for him to watch to understand how sexual intercourse works one of the other girls said she watched it it basically shows you one position and tells you how to give a good Jan job <laughs>
1: Well, she's What did she call it? The fundamental, fundamental Christian Kama Sutra or something like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But the way, the, hipo- the hypocrisy of that whole conversation, Jim oh, Bob fucking so knew. Cool. Josh absolutely knew. But of yeah. course they had to have that father and son conversation. It was so cringy. I was so embarrassed mm-hmm. watching it. I wanted to crawl under the house really? and die. It was awful. It was. Gross so they have their little wedding in their wedding vows the last piece of the wedding vows was will you trust god with the size of your family they said we will yes Mm. also it is fully acceptable for wives to be spanked by their husbands for poor behavior
1: yeah with implements, not the hand, yes. not that that's okay, because it's yes. fucking not. But mm-hmm. with a glue stick or a pipe, right, the
0: long glue sticks, yeah, yeah, which wow, or, or a PVC pipe or a stick mm-hmm. or whatever implement that the authority figure deems to be appropriate. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah. Well, remember the the marital uh, the mar- marital discipline contract.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah. The, and, and in the contract, there is a clause that will tell you whether or not there will be sex after the beating.
0: Mm-hmm. To heal the marriage. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: Because, mm-hmm. yeah, if your husband's banked you and not, you know, like in a good way, uh, that's what you want.
0: Yes. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true, Jessica. When the girls got married, Michelle did not have the same talk with them. So these girls oh, went know. into their wedding nights having never even kissed a man.
1: Yeah. yeah. No experience at all.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cranky said, hit me with that pipe and pull back a stump of your arm. <laughs>
1: correct.
0: <laughs> that's, that's correct. Yeah. Kaylin said, try that with me and see how it works out for you. Right. Yeah. But that's, this is still happening. You guys, I mean, this wasn't a hundred years ago. This is right fucking now that this yeah. is going on. So, then they went back to the uh, the allegations of Josh. That's kind of where they ended. Uh, talking again about the Megyn Kelly interview, uh, that they really had to save the show for Jim Bob's sake, for the family's sake. Talking about Mike Huckabee and the PR guy coming to their rescue to help them know what to say and how to say it. <coughs> and then the TLC did still cancel their show. And that Jim Bob wasn't mm-hmm. desperate to have a show because that's where all of their money was coming from. And so...
1: Well, the quote from Jill, she's crying. She says, we didn't fix it. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Like, it was her whole job, she and her sister, Jessa, to fix it by going on that stupid Megan Kelly show.
0: Yeah. So Ugh. then they... Say, well, we'll do a new show and we'll totally rename it Jill and Jessa Moving On. Yeah. And those two got trapped into doing that show. Those girls never made a red cent from TLC. Every bit of the money from being on that show at every age they were went to Jim Bob. Yeah. Their entire lives were violated, their births of their babies, their weddings. They're, they followed Josh and Anna clear to the suite of their wedding. The last clip of them is closing the door, going into their wedding night suite.
1: So gross. It's and so intrusive. gross.
0: It's so gross. I hate Megyn Kelly, too. I hated her already. But now, Megan, you are a piece of shit yeah. for what you did there. For what you did Trash. there, Unbelievable. I mean, you've done a lot of shitty things, but come on, man. Yeah. For every girl that has ever been molested, the fact that you did that—it's unforgivable. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I hope Jill was paid. Yeah, me too, Janet. I hope she was paid out the rear for this docu series. Agreed.
1: I hope so too, because my God, her t- her her testimonies are heartbreaking. She cries oh. and cries and cries.
0: It's awful. She
1: still feels so responsible for all of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Jessica said, I feel like this is why some of the kids will never leave. He purchased houses for the kids who cooperated or sold them to them super cheap. Oh, yeah. He right. controlled them all with money. Yeah. Well, and he's doing the same for
1: Anna. Now yep. that Josh is in prison, mm-hmm. he's taking care of her, don't you know? Oh, sure. But, of course, her compliance and her support of Josh is mm-hmm. is part of the deal.
0: I'm curious to know who's the male has authority, who has the authority over her now. Is it Jim Bob? Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it is. I
1: believe I actually read something that used that kind of language. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. I hope Jill's book is a bestseller too, Jessica. She said, I've already pre-ordered. We really all should to support her. Just
1: to support support her. My God, she's been through a lot. Well, and
0: and now as these young, these girls are becoming mothers themselves, uh, trying to break these cycles of abuse. Listening to all of the other people they had on the show today talk about their abuse, the one girl with the pink hair, who no, that wasn't her, it was another one, who talked about how she did not choose her husband, he chose her when she was 18, she got married when she was 19, she didn't know him, she didn't like him, she didn't want to be married to him, but she had no choice, and he raped her three times on their wedding night. By the time she turned 30, she'd had six kids with him and was living in absolute hell and had no choice or option whatsoever. God. Though it seems like she's finally out of that now.
1: It does, yeah. But I wonder at at what cost.
0: Yep. 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 Absolutely terrible. Yep. So... That's pretty much where it ended. They did talk a little bit about training centers that Gothard was building, and that Mm -hmm. all of these people were sending their teenagers there all summer long to work there for free. Yeah. Basically, just exploiting these kids for their labor. labor. They weren't being paid. And of course, they had to also, you know, while they were working super hard, sun up, sun down, to help build these stupid centers and help, uh, you know, act as missionaries to draw other people into the cult. That they also then also had to worry about, you know, if they were being appropriate enough and making boys think about sex and, you know, all of the things. But my God. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. This one just made me sick. It was hard to even find anything to joke about.
0: Yeah. This one is hard. Yep. Jessica said people are being super mean to Jill on Instagram and one of her brothers was liking the mean comments. And when someone called him out for being awful, he said, they don't know the whole story. Oh, Jed.
1: You're a fuck man off, in this situation with all the power. So fuck directly off. We don't care mm-hmm. what you think.
0: Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. So that was this episode. So. Whoo. Gross. Exhausting. So would you like to hear a statement? You probably don't, but I'm going to read it to you. This came out on June 2nd. This was a statement from the ID IBLP. I can't remember the acronym. It's not an acronym really, but Institute I can't of remember Basic
1: Living Principles.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't. It's not going to ever stick in my brain because it just doesn't seem that uh well important. <laughs> but right. here's what they said. The most recent documentary I think Mark Means might have helped write this that's all I'm going to say about IBLP is a reflection of today's culture you guys don't like abuse it's misleading and untruthful commentary mocks that which is good and moral in the most sensationalized way possible both for shock value and for profit well that's not what you guys have been doing
1: no not at all and encouraging the abuse of children and women Fuck off, IBLP.
0: Media story makers are anything but fair and balanced by bringing former members of ours on here and saying things about us. Mm -hmm. They produce attractively packaged content to push an agenda, increase viewership, and pursue revenue. Isn't that what The Duggar Show was?
1: 100%.
0: We do not want to minimize perspectives that individual people have experienced or expressed but the creators of these types of documentaries have a different agenda that perhaps even those interviewed by them one-sided and manipulative Journalistic tactics, because you know, journalists are the devil, uh, mm-hmm. offer no alternative perspectives for the viewers. And many good people is are, is that manipulated. the same as
1: alternative facts, alternative yeah. perspectives?
0: Yeah, did Megan Kelly write this? I think Megan Kelly wrote this, I'm afraid so. <laughs> and many good people are manipulated and used while others are maligned and attacked. Only oh, you mean like Josh Duggar? Many good yeah. people, yeah. Mm-hmm. IBLP is neither a church nor a religion, no, it's a cult, but rather a non-denominational Christian ministry that desires to introduce individuals to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and help them apply Christian principles to the backsides of their children. I mean, excuse me, found in God's word. IBLP affirms and teaches basic historic Christianity. Historic. Okay, Becky.
1: Have for you even than, read the New Testament, people?
0: For more than 60 years, these principles of God's word were taught through the Basic Seminar and other ministries. While selected sound bites of the seminar teaching may be found on the internet, anyone who wants <coughs> <coughs> pardon me, to know the full context of the teaching can view the Basic Seminar free of charge at basicseminar.com. You bitches are trying to use this as a proselyting opportunity? right oh, honey no no don't no don't be attacking no, us no.
1: for what we said on video
0: <laughs> come see it all and be even more horrified right several million people from around the world and many different walks of life have been brainwashed by us at our churches denominations nationalities and personal christian experiences have been positively impacted by our ministry and our rod okay i made that last part up <laughs>
1: god i was like oh it doesn't say that
0: does it only the bible can guide us in these and other areas of life only the bible look i don't believe in the bible so much but bill gothard these were his teachings not the bibles yeah and iblp exists to help believers on this journey our sincere desire is to help families discover the lord jesus christ in the scriptures salvation and the sanctification only by the grace of God through faith in Jesus Christ. My God.
1: But even I mean, in the stuff that we've heard and seen and listened to, I don't hear anything about Jesus Christ at all.
0: At all. No. Mm-hmm. The founder and, you know, molester in chief or harasser in chief, mm-hmm. Bill Gothard, resigned from IBLP because we made him because he was in deep shit in 2014. Mm-hmm. And is no longer associated with the IBLP ministry, except for that we use his countenance in absolutely everything that we publish. Yeah. The focus of this ministry is the Lord Jesus, is the Lord Jesus Christ and the practical truths found in Scripture. Not any single person or family like the Duggars, those motherfuckers. The IBLP will always be about helping people find Christ you know, hiding behind the curtains and the timeless values of the Bible that bring hope and stability to each facet of life. (laughs) You know, while you're getting spanked by your husband for having dinner on the table late. Okay.
1: And scared of thinking the wrong thought and your entire family being struck down. Mm -hmm. Jesus.
0: Ultimately, every one of us will give an account to God for our lives and choices. And those will be evaluated against the perfect standards of his word. Well, then you're all going straight to hell, if you know what I mean. You're mm-hmm. going to join Pat Robertson, I promise. These attacks, as salacious and false as they may be, only they're not, will cause many to search out our ministry and discover the truth for themselves.
1: <laughs> I mean, is that a cell phone or. <laughs>
0: We are grateful because we know that our aim and our efforts are all designed to help people find God's love, redemption, and the best for their lives.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Surely they don't believe this is true. Sadly, we live in a day where this gospel is not accepted readily. Yeah, because it's bullshit. For women and children to be treated this way, but is rejected. Yeah, because it needs to be. We affirm the Bible as our final authority. Dude, you can affirm the Bible all you want, and a lot of people do that don't act like this shit. And sadly, this life-changing book is also rejected by the world. Oh no, they're the victims. Our desire is that the person of Jesus Christ would be lifted up and that all men would be drawn to him. As Jesus stated in 1232, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw men unto me. Because he's made of magnets and or what?
1: I don't know. Popcorn? People like popcorn.
0: Sure. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about all of that, except for that, um, Fuck 100% off. Well, yeah, yeah. Mostly that. Mostly that. Do, do they not understand that people can be religious without being this? Mm-hmm. That people can believe in whatever religion they choose to without abusing their children? Right. Without being the huge hypocrites that they actually are? Because these are the churches that are getting busted right and left for molesting kids.
1: Right. it's right out in the open in this documentary. And the Duggars had it right out in the open eventually when it was discovered in 2015.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: As if it's really not that big of a deal.
0: (laughs) Janice said, I think I saw the truth. It was called shiny, happy people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think that's all. (laughs) Emily said Jesus
0: would probably like to be left out of this. (laughs) I think so. uh, But uh, Loretta. Loretta really, Loretta won the internet today. She said, enjoying the drunk documentary. I feel bad for Scott getting cut out of the bee suit. When I was a teenager, I borrowed my grandma's panel, no crotch girdle, and it rolled up on me and my sister had to cut it off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. That's, yeah, that's excellent.
0: We worked at Kmart when we were in high school and college. And we worked with a lady who was very unhappy. She was an older lady and we were teenagers, you know, early twenties. They've been the most when we worked there. Yeah. Uh, her name was Louise and I grew to love Louise. But when I first started at Kmart, I was terrified of her. She hated Kmart. She had sued Kmart multiple times for, uh, elder discrimination, for age discrimination. And, um, she hated Kmart. And Kmart hated her. And the other employees that were lifers that worked there hated her. They all hated each other.
1: It was a oh, yeah. very
0: toxic environment. But, um, um, once you got on Louise's good side, though, like she would really protect you and be your friend. And I had somehow she managed to get on out. in the end with Louise after years of being abused by her, but, but ended up good friends with Louise and Louise told me a story one day that absolutely killed me. And I've never gotten it over, gotten it over, over it. <laughs> I'll have another drink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Please do. I clearly need it. Um, so Louise,
0: what <laughs> is this story about being in high school and working at a store that had a gigantic safe. And Louise had huge boobs when she was a kid, like a teenager, or clear up until when we knew her as an older lady. Well, it was time to go home for the night. And it was just her and the old man that uh, owned the store still there. And she was uh, counting the money and putting it in the safe. And I don't know if you've guessed where this is going or not. And probably didn't, but Louise, Slammed her big boob in the safe and was stuck and could not get it out of there. It locked. And had to sit there and wait until the sold man, the owner of the store, came back to find her so they could go home. And she's sitting there with her boob stuck in the safe. Oh, God. And then he had to get right up in there and do the combination right up against her boob that was locked in the safe to open it and let her out (laughs) she said he never spoke a single word and they never spoke of it again and it was the most humiliating moment of her life
1: what that would be really really fucking humiliating agreed
0: yeah that's um that's never happened to me i'll tell you that right
1: now No. can't say is I've ever had that experience. Well, I don't have big boobs. That's probably the problem. Right. Yeah. But Or you, the solution. You we know. would
0: have been sucked right into the safe. So yeah. Anyway, I'm not even sure why I told that story. It seemed relevant there for a minute. Oh, it was the story about the girdle. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, I yeah. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah. That was great. Uh so there you have it. That is uh episode two, Growing Up Gothard. I wonder if it for some of you, it's probably a huge trigger, because you actually grew up like this. I mean, for us, it's not so much a trigger, only it's kind of entertaining, because uh we kind of grew it's up kind like kind of this.
1: triggering in some areas. Some
0: areas. Reminding and we certainly of some watched. of the things
1: we were taught as little kids.
0: And and we watched friends that did grow up a lot like this. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Again, our parents just were never that strict. But we were told this yeah. stuff at church. We were shamed at church all the time, for the way we knew oh, I could tell you how many times I was in trouble for laughing too much at church.
1: (sighs) We had to remove ourselves from church quite a bit because Mm -hmm. we couldn't stop laughing.
0: We'd go into the mother's room at church. Did your churches have a mother's room? (laughs) Maybe that's not a normal (laughs) thing. Is that just us? Our church, every bathroom had a mother's room off of the, uh, the bathroom that had a changing table and a couple of recliners for mothers to nurse their babies. And we'd go sit in the mother's room and laugh forever when we were in
1: trouble. <laughs> we Close the door, and then it was a little quieter. Mm-hmm. Till some lady showed up and needed to change her baby or nurse her baby, or then we had to leave. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what was she doing?
1: <laughs> right. We needed that room. It kept us out of trouble <laughs>
0: <laughs> for a minute or two. Some churches have a crying room for crying kids. Oh yeah. It's Actually, kind of there was thing. something in this documentary about. Uh, One of the kids getting beat at church for a long spell for misbehaving. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think we should all
0: worry a lot, Emily, about the political power these groups have. I think we should all worry a lot. Very much so. And pay attention. That's their goal
1: is to get into politics. Yeah. And they have already achieved it in many ways.
0: In the last episode, they talked about how uh, Bill Gothard's goal was world domination. And while Bill is no longer associated Yes, he is. Whether he shows up there every day or not or even counsels them anymore, it's his words that they're still selling. It's his hate that they're still selling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prayer Closet. They talk about being locked in a prayer closet in this documentary.
1: Yeah. Oh Yes. Yeah. Because locking locking kids in a closet doesn't fuck them up royally. Mm -hmm. Holy shit.
0: Right, right but also spanking babies.
1: Yes. Yeah, spanking
0: spanking babies. your babies until they stop crying. The psychological damage. Well, at one point uh, they had included a quote from that Pearl guy that a little psychological terror every once in a while is a powerful tool. God. Yeah.
1: So brutal and horrifying.
0: Psychological Terror.
1: Yeah, of little children. I—that's terrorism, is what that is.
0: It's no wonder some of these boys are growing up to be in their twenties to be so messed up, so lost, and then doing acts of terrorism.
1: Yeah, yep, it's true.
0: Yeah, yep. yep. Oh, Jenny, that's interesting. She said, I'm seeing similarities with the church yeah. I have gone to for 25 years. They were against Mormons and Catholics. I think it's wrong to talk crap about another religion, especially if you aren't telling the truth. You know, the Mormons used to, when we were kids, now they deny it. But they, they deny a lot of things that they used to say. But they used to say that the uh, they used to refer to the Catholic Church as the great and abominable whore of the earth.
1: Yep. We were raised with that. It was one of the Mm -hmm. things that really started me thinking about leaving when I was like graduating from high school. Yeah. Because it had some experiences with kids that weren't Mormon. And I was just like, what does, you know, that's horrible to just label people like that. Like, what does that even mean? You know, and I'd known people that weren't Mormon that were really nice people. So why, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we were scared of the Catholic church. We were terrified of it when we were kids. Because that's what we were taught.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Interesting to see the snake start eating its tail, though, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. I, I'm here for it. Yeah.
0: Well, before I say anything else that's going to offend anybody, <laughs> we should probably be done. Um, that's episode two. We'll be back for three and four. We've started this uh, train of rolling. Now I feel like we can't stop. I kind of can't nope. wait till it's over, to be honest. And we can move on to a different documentary because I'm already over yes. these people. Maybe we'll do three and four as a daily double and get them all. Maybe we on can. One. We'll see. Because I know there's other documentaries out there I'd rather do than this.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. But, but, this but we had to the attention. Yes. It does. And we had to call this a true crime documentary because it is. This yes, isn't is. just the secrets of the Duggars. This is a crime documentary. hmm. And, and and how many crimes have occurred based on what they've talked about? I can't even tell you.
0: Countless. Countless. But, yeah, countless. Yeah. The amount of child abuse and spousal abuse and sex abuse that have happened because of Bill Gothard's teachings is innumerable. I, I will never know. But yeah. what do we do with dark things? We shine light on them. Because that's the only way that we start getting some change is to shine light in dark places and start exacting some change. That's all we can do. It's all we can do. It is a crime. You're right, Emily. It all is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jacqueline said, I'm appalled. I homeschooled then taught preschool kindergarten for 14 years. Yeah. But Jacqueline, your kids learn things. They learned yeah. real things.
1: They probably learned actual school stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: They probably came out of your homeschool a lot smarter and more ahead than the kids who were behind them. That's one of the saddest things is these kids are coming out of these homeschool programs, not knowing a goddamn
1: thing. Yeah. They talked about how difficult it's been as an adult Mm -hmm. because they didn't learn anything growing up. And they learned all kinds of weird shit about like that. The, the fossils were all placed on the earth at the same time. And yeah. Yes. A lot of weird shit.
0: Rose. I promise. I've been thinking about a voluminous t-shirt for Etsy. I have. I've been thinking about it. I just been thinking about what it looks like and what kind of font to put on it, and if it needs to say anything but voluminous. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I it think under it it should paint.
1: say hashtag ify if you know you know if no i y k y k text me that yeah I maybe like our maybe our logo maybe our I like
0: that okay I like it yes uh yeah and you guys we're going to court. On Thursday, Lori Vallow will be in court, and we will be there. So we'll go to court. It's at nine thirty in the morning, and then we'll come back and do a live and then tell you everything that happened. Yeah. So that's coming up as well.
1: It'll be a belligerent turn circus. We all know it.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be good. Well, thanks, Rose. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the suggestion. Yeah. Okay. The font needs to be voluminous. It really does. I mean, you gotta find a real voluminous font for this
1: mm-hmm it's gotta be a that's real a big thing.
0: word maybe it has to wrap all the way around the t-shirt
1: <laughs> maybe it could be wearing a string of pearls
0: <sighs> oh this is really going to be an extra t-shirt and maybe voluminous should be an air quotes <laughs> we'll just throw everything in there <laughs> right. i love it yes <laughs> oh the book homeschool from the idaho author was a great insight oh yeah that is quite the book. Yeah. Yes, it is. Terrifying. Yeah. All right, you guys. I'm gonna let you go because I've been. I drank all of this, and I really. well, I have to go now.
1: Morning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I gotta go too.
0: All right, you guys. Have a wonderful night. We'll be back. Uh, well, at least Wednesday night with case updates. Uh, if we don't mm-hmm. get an episode off tomorrow, I'm not sure if we will because we'll be doing a uh, Vallow Day Bell on Thursday, so we may not. But yeah. Um, anyway. We'll be back at some point soon to do things. So thanks for being here. This has been yet another production of the true crime squad. Take care.
1: Bye everybody.